Welcome to the Courageous Path podcast, which you can find on SoundCloud and iTunes. I'm Rachel Horton White, and you can learn more about me at soulfulworkconsulting.com. Today, I'm delighted to introduce an interview called Fueling the Entrepreneur Inside with Becky McKinnell. Becky is an entrepreneur who loves design and believes that building a company should be fun. She started her first company, IBEC Creative, I-B-E-C-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E.com, IBECcreative.com, in 2006, the day after she graduated from University of Southern Maine. She taught herself web development, design, and digital marketing, was able to grow her company by bootstrapping. She currently has 13 amazing, kind, and talented full-time employees and 150 happy clients around the country who are growing their businesses. In 2010, she combined forces with Mark Gurr to start her second company, I Know Intranet, I-K-N-O-Intranet.com, a social intranet software designed for companies between 50 and 500 employees that need an easy and intuitive way to communicate online. Becky is honored to be featured in Business Week's Top 25 Entrepreneurs 25 and Under, awarded Small Business Administration's Young Entrepreneur of the Year, and was a recipient of the Stevie Women in Business Award. Join me for this fabulous interview with Becky. Good morning, Becky. Hi, Rachel. Thanks so much for talking with me this morning in your beautiful space. I'm just amazed Thank at how you. lovely it is. It's such good energy here at IBEC Creative. Um, so I first met you a month ago and was so inspired to hear about your story and your, at a very young age, building a business which is seems to be... Um, you know, successful is one word that's kind of bad around, but just seems to be thriving and you seem to be thriving. Um, so I wanted, I was hoping to talk with you to hear more about how you got to this place in your life and, and, and your little bit of your story. So would you mind sharing a little bit for, for us? Sure. So I've been in business for 10 years now with IVET Creative, which is a web design and digital marketing company. And it all started 10 years ago um, when I had just graduated from college. And um, right, before, right in my senior year, I decided that I was going to write a business plan um, as part of one of my classes. And instead of, you know, just treating it like a homework project, I treated it like, well, what would it, be really, what would it really be like if I started a business right out of school? So my background is more on the art and design side. So... I thought, well, maybe I'll put together a business plan for a marketing company. And so I talked with my professor about it, and he said, you know, you should really look at doing a niche business for websites and branding. So I researched all these industries and found the medical industry. So my senior year, I wrote this business plan um, for a company called MediCreative, which was just focused on helping doctors and dentists with their websites. and. Mm -hmm. Um, there was an opportunity to be in a business plan competition at USM, which is where I went to school. So I decided to enter my business plan in that, and I was a finalist in the competition. And even though I didn't win um, the the grand prize, um, you know, I felt like when I graduated in May that I had everything that I needed to at least try this business. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have gone and 
you know, taken a full-time job or worked at an agency or maybe become a freelancer, but I just decided, you know, I'm already used to living really inexpensively as a college student and I have a little bit of a runway, you know, until I totally run out of money. So, um, I started off in a business incubator with some other small businesses that were trying to get off the ground. And I, you know, went to work every day, even though I, I didn't have any clients or any billable work, but I, you know, made myself go to work from 8.30 to 5. And mm. um, eventually things just started happening. And, um, you know, I thought that I would be really, you know, that the medical industry was like the answer for me. But what I learned was, there were so many other businesses that knew that I could help them with their websites and their branding. So I started taking them on as clients. And before I knew it, I had to rebrand as IBEC and I had mm. clients and needed to hire someone and, mm. um, yeah, just kept growing from there. Gosh, there are so many just little nuggets of inspiration in there. And I think what I find so fascinating is that what you started out, your original idea with the medical, it didn't end up being that, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't have known if you hadn't started that in the first place, right? Definitely, exactly. Because I think sometimes we get hung up on, oh, well, I don't know if it's going to be this, and or like, what's the name going to be? But is it? it's like you almost allowed it to just kind of grow and evolve organically. Yes, and it was really hard for me in the beginning to realize that the medical industry wasn't working because I had, you know, just spent so much time thinking about it in the business plan and done all this research and saw how horrible doctors' websites were and <laughs> to, like, you know, give up on it essentially um, was hard. But I knew that I didn't want to get another job. So I just did whatever I could do to get new clients and get someone to pay me. And <laughs> So did you have anybody else? I mean, you had your professor. Who was your professor, out of curiosity? Um, Fred Aiello. Okay, we got to give a shout out to this person, yeah, right? Definitely. <laughs> is he still there? This nope, is University he's... of Southern Maine in Portland, yep. Maine. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's so not there. He's retired now. Mm, well, thank you, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's listened. Um, so did so you had he was there, kind of encouraging you from the beginning. But mm -hmm. was there anybody else when you were doing this that you could bounce ideas off of? Did you have a mentor or a coach or anything like that? Yeah, a really big part of um, why I felt like I could you know, try out this business plan was because I did an internship at a design studio in Massachusetts mm. um, at a place called Shields Design. And they were um, full service graphic design firms. They did a lot of print work and some web work. And that just gave me a little bit of a taste of what it was like in the real world to run a business. And I really learned about the attention to detail that you need to have and learned about the demands of clients and at the time they had recently acquired another business and so they needed help with um, reviewing um, the projects and uh, figuring out which, um, which portions went to which company and so I got to see a little bit behind the scenes of the billing and you know I was not an expert but I just had this like little taste of what it was like and I felt like it was enough for me to have that little extra confidence mm -hmm. to say I think I can I think I can figure this out and this was before was this while you were in college you had the internship in okay mm -hmm. um you know so so many of us 
I mean, I, I recently started a business, but it took me years to get the courage to do it. And I had to hire a coach to motivate me <laughs> to do it. But I think there's so many people that have wonderful, great ideas like you. And what often happens, those people, um, you know, we're humans, right? And we have fears and we have doubts and we worry about stuff, but we often let those stop us. Mm -hmm. So I imagine that you must have those. <laughs> So how did you get through those, you know, any thoughts you had about that might have held you back? Yeah, well, I think, you know, one thing um, was like just survival. Like I, I remember um, when I was in college, we had a visiting artist come and I was like, how do you make it as a full-time artist? Like, you know, you do beautiful work. Like this is just so, so amazing. How, how do you do it? And she's like, my secret is, is that I don't get another job, is that I focus just on my art. And, um, you know, w when, when you make that decision that like, you're really going to do something and you need to like buy food and pay your rent and all that stuff, you, you really get creative on how to mm -hmm. make money and mm -hmm. you, you know, you're just under pressure. And I know that like, that's not a situation that everybody can do. Um, but for me, that was really great advice for what I needed to hear. I remember when I quit my waitressing job and they said, you know, you're always welcome back. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get that waitressing job back. And so yeah. I had that in the back of my mind. Um, cause you know, it's always easy to pick up like a shift here and there, but I really focused on my business and, um, that helped me through and hmm. gosh, I mean, there's just... I mean, it's really, really tough and there's tons of barriers every day. And I think that part of it is just like living with it and um, like just accepting that it's going to be tough. And, mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning, it was tough trying to figure out how to get new clients and sell my work. And then, you know, adding employees, there's lots of challenges with HR and, you know, I had to learn how to be a manager and, you know, it can really weigh on you. Yeah. Yeah, those are probably not the reasons you went into it. But it's like just the extra stuff that I'm sure you figured out. <laughs> Clearly you have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just have to like be ready for it and um, kind of tackle those barriers as they come. And... It's so interesting to hear your, what you're talking about with um, just focusing on that one, your passion or your goal, um, because I think some people approach their passion or their goal or whatever you call it in different ways. Like I know there are people who have day jobs and they work on something on the side or they um, have a couple different jobs and, and maybe that works for them. But I, what I've noticed is that what tends to happen is that often we don't, there, you don't have enough energy left. That's how I was. And so it's like you have, you're working in your full-time job or waitressing, but then how do you have enough energy to really focus on where your passion is? Mm -hmm. And so did you get creative just by like never going out to eat or having ramen noodles every night for a little while with like the money until the money came in? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Just really trying to focus on it. And now I, you know, I'm kind of reliving that in a way. Um, I have another business that I started wow. five years ago with another partner. It's a software as a service um, for oh a social intranet platform. And it's called I Know Internet. And, wow. um, you know, I have to figure out, like, obviously, IBEC is my baby and it's where I spend my, like, full work day here. But at the same time, I really want to grow I Know. So I usually come home and work on it for a few hours every night. And, mm. you know, I have to make that decision 
that mm-hmm. I want, I know to be successful and mm-hmm. I have to, like, I know that I just need to literally put in the hours to mm-hmm. take it to the next level. And don't you have children too? I or do. one or two? I have a four-year-old, yes. So that's so. when do you find the time to put those two hours in? After bedtime? Yeah, after bedtime. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> and I think, you know, that is really helpful for me and maybe for others to hear that it takes work. It takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like every day, just a little bit every day. Is that Does that sound kind of accurate to what you've done? Very true, yeah. <laughs> just like literally putting in the focus and the hours and you know, you just discover things as you're working on it and um, those lead you in different directions, but you wouldn't know what those things are if you weren't mm-hmm. spending the time on it. So can I ask you, I mean, this is a little bit about your family or your history. You don't have, I don't want to get too personal here, but what happens when I, in the work I do with people, which is diving in deep to thoughts and emotions, sometimes it's mm-hmm. things we carry with us from our childhood that kind of subconsciously affect what we believe we can do. Mm-hmm. Are your parents entrepreneurs? Did they kind of prod you along or was it somebody else? Or like, did you have any kind of belief seated in your mind that you kind of carried with you for your whole life? Um, gosh, well, you know, I guess growing up, I was kind of like jack of all trades, master of none. Like I wasn't really great at one sport or really like involved in, you know, student council or things like that. But I you know, did a, a little bit of everything. And I kind of feel like now today in my job, I still do a little bit of everything. And that like being an entrepreneur, um, you kind of have to yeah, have a lot of different things that you're sort of good at, but then you hire people that are really good at a certain mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, my parents were really supportive. Um, you know, my dad, uh, would tell me it's not who you know or it's not what you know but who you know and like I remember in the beginning like when I learned about networking like something so simple as networking I was like yeah dad's right it's really about who you know Mm -hmm. it really is it's people opportunities come through people in my experience connecting with people yeah and relationships and people Mm -hmm. do business with people and not companies doing business with companies right you know if you're more introverted extroverted mm-hmm. yeah I'm introverted so I thought maybe because I am too but so how do you get past that as an introvert like reaching out to people and asking them like that could, that, that must be a little bit tricky right yeah definitely <laughs> and like I feel like now I have done networking and you know putting myself out there enough that it, I don't even think twice about it but the first times being in a big group of people and you know introducing myself to someone that I didn't know and trying to pretend like I had the confidence that I was a business owner. Like it's how you make it. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. I used to pretend that I was 26 when I was 22 in my head. I wouldn't like lie to people, but I just felt like I needed to pretend like I was older because no one in their right mind would trust a 22 year old to build their website. But, um, yeah, but it worked. It worked. It worked. Isn't that amazing that, you know, your own energy of exuding that confidence, people pick up on that, right? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Just, I always like to try to smile and be friendly. And mm-hmm. that, well, you were helps. when I first met you. Yeah. Any lessons or, yeah, words of wisdom? Yeah. I mean, I think that anything is possible and you just have to be, like, if you have that drive and that vision of what you want your future career to be or your future business to be and you just get really real with it 
like you'll find a way to make it work like whether it's getting up at 4 30 or 5 to work for a couple hours before you go to your day job or you know setting alarms in your phone to like know that it's time to get to work now and that cannot be underestimated <laughs> I do it all the time yeah <laughs> yes blocking out time in your calendar yes. whatever it may be mm-hmm. um you know it's it you just gotta like get into it and start doing it and um you know meeting people that are also in the same situation of you is is really great mm-hmm. like um whether it's maybe a focus group or a mastermind of other startup mm-hmm. entrepreneurs that are trying to get their business off the ground. I mean, that was really helpful to me in the incubator, you know, just to go walk over to someone else and be like, oh, you know, I just got hung up on three times by someone I was <laughs> yeah, trying to right. cold call. <laughs> I, I need a break. Yeah, and, you need some moral support. Yeah, yeah, or like, you know, who do you use for your bookkeeping or, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to have a network of peers mm-hmm. was really huge for me. Yeah, and you, it sounds like you probably, in the incubator, you had to invest a little bit up front. Mm-hmm. Right? It was, yeah. Because it's kind of how it works, right? Exactly. You give and then you get. Yeah. Oh, well, Becky, this has been so um, just inspiring for me personally, Thanks, too, Rachel. as a new business owner. And I hope, I'm sure, for other people as well. So thank you so much Thanks for your for time. Thanks for having me, of course. It's great talking with you. I hope you enjoyed this interview. For more information about me, you can visit www.soulfulworkconsulting.com. And I'm Rachel Horton White. Thanks so much for listening.